Please watch your mouth. I'm sorry, you guys watch Star Wars and you think the rebels are the heroes? Uh, I have erectile dysfunction. But I don't want to crush the boy's spirit. Oh my god! You sound like uh, everyone everyone trying to describe Betty Clorians in episode one right now. <laughs> the Nerds in the Gym Nerds in podcast. The gym. One. All right, guys. Welcome back to Nerds in the Gym Podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Marco. Today is November 24th, 2020. More specifically, 8.59 p.m. Because this is take two. We actually started at 8.53, had some technical difficulties, and now we're back. But you know what that means with today's date? In a couple days, it's gobble gobble. It's turkey day. Thanksgiving. So you call this Thanksgiving special podcast? What will we... What are we doing here today? Get some cranberries slathering all over us. I can't wait to get stuffed. <laughs> if anybody's got a turkey baster, please send it to the podcast. Or maybe I'm the one doing the stuffing. No, you're definitely being stuffed. You have that boyish good looks. That would go over great in a men's prison. And I'll play really well in a I women's prison, I don't think I would too. enjoy that at all. No. You don't no. think you'd enjoy men's prison. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> We're off the rails already. Oh, man. So, we just watched a trailer for the new movie. Hi, Marco. How are you doing? <laughs> no, no chit-chat. We're just going to go right into it. Yeah, let's just go. What, you want? Fine, let's watch. Okay, hey, Brandon. How's it going? Haven't seen you in a few days. It's been a few days, Marco. Yeah, I'm doing it's good. Been a few days. Been a little busy. Yeah, yeah. How are things with you? Pretty good. Our paths just haven't crossed recently. No, it's like we're on opposite schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at, at least we... You know, I think it does help for conversation purposes when it comes to a podcast. So when we're not talking every day. Leaves yeah. more room for things like this trailer came out five days ago so we're just really behind all the other nerd gym podcasts are just <laughs> right there you know what screw them we're better than them i don't like your attitude <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's looking for a second member to their nerds in the gym podcast their version it's not about give the me a call it's not about the quantity it's about the quality that's true quality well, assurance that's what we're going to give you <laughs> all right the name of this trailer uh, so it's for the movie called Chaos Walking, which is based off of the supposed best-selling novel. I never heard of the book, honestly, uh, but it's a movie now. Daisy Ridley, Ray from Star Wars, uh, Tom Holland, the new Spider-Man. It has, um, I don't know his name, but he was the father from uh, Rogue One. Um, I have it on my computer right here. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, I think that's him. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to look down and verify that before I'm calling out. Oh, he was in Casino Royale. He was in Doctor Strange. Wow. What other movies? So, oh, he was in Rogue One. He played uh, Galen or so. So there's a bunch of nerd actors yeah, in this movie coming together. So I was going to have you explain the trailer to me, but so, since you haven't read the book either. So I have the premise up here. In the not-too-distant future, Todd Hewitt, which is Tom Holland's character, uh, character, discovers Viola, Daisy Ridley, a mysterious girl who crash-lands on his planet, where all the women had disappeared and men are afflicted by the noise, in quotation marks, a force that puts all their thoughts on display. In this dangerous landscape, Viola's life... Viola? Viola? I don't know. Life is threatened, and as Todd vows to protect her, he will have to discover his own inner power and unlock the planet's dark secrets. And that comes straight from Lionsgate. I'm not going to lie, Marco. I was a lot more into this movie till you explained that to me. The trailer, action, adventure, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm a little on the fence. Like, the trailer looked good. Um, I kind of got the premise of, like, how all their thoughts are on display and stuff from the trailer. Mm-hmm. But... He was also... Did he summon a snake at one point from his... Well, that's where I was confused. 
So, so did he just think about a snake really hard and then <laughs> snake punch? This is like a Pokemon game now. I mean, Charizard, I choose you. <laughs> I'd be okay with a live action Pokemon movie again. But so I thought he was the one that crash landed. No, that's so why she, I was so confused. She was the one that crash landed. So there's no woman on this planet. So it's a sausage party. Yeah. In a world full of dudes. So does this seem just, if she didn't come, they were just going to die out? And they wouldn't have come. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was awful. <laughs> if there's but, any younger audience members, tune off. Listen to anything He else. spelled that C-O-M-E. No other way. You're also going to learn how to spell on this podcast. <laughs> hey, I won that spelling bee in my eighth grade class. How many kids were in that class, Marco? Flex on them. There's about like 20, like, not like the actual grade class. It was like that English class. So like spelling 24 kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Marco, how many of those kids do you think you could get together and have a rematch? Uh, probably like three. I feel like if we tried really hard. I bet you we could get them on. Let's bribe them with fake currency. We'll probably do this as a video. Otherwise, it's the worst <laughs> audio podcast ever. It could be like a, uh, oh man, it could be a video, but let's bribe them with like Monopoly money. Hey, you start off with a million extra dollars on this next game of Monopoly. This will be insane. You're just like, hey, we never talked in middle school, but you want to be on my podcast? You better start training now because we... I don't want you to embarrass us. <laughs> How do you spell friend? F-R-E-N-D. F-I-E-N-D. Damn it. <laughs> How do you spell fudge? F-U-C-K. You really need like some random Indian kid as a ringer. We'll have him play Marco. Oh, man. <sighs> so this movie looks good. I just wish you didn't tell me the concept because now I'm like, well, she sees their mind. Yeah. Their thoughts. Yeah, which is weird. But I feel like th it seemed like there was a... I feel like part of it's going to be is Tom Holland's character figuring out how to control that in a way. Well, they said something about his powers. Mm. He's learning his powers. Okay. And sh they said in the trailer she has powers. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that they're having her has the... She has powers, doesn't know how to use them to helpless female role. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised after everything she did with Star Wars that... So, no, this was filmed... So this started back in like 2016, they joined the cast. I'm trying to think, is this the same movie that got delayed? Because Tom Holland had another movie delayed. This is the movie. The so so this there's was, a video game movie. So this was supposed to be released in like 2018. Mm -hmm. Then it had reshoots in late 2018, early 2019, following poor test screenings. And due to Ridley's commitment to Rise of Skywalker and Holland's Spider-Man Far From Home reshoots had to keep getting delayed. And then it finally, like, just finished everything, I think. I'm trying to think. He's doing some sort of video game movie. I'm trying to think of what it's called. But regardless, so Uncharted? Yes. Are you familiar with that? That's coming out soon. Yeah. Right. So that one also got delayed. So after Spider-Man, every Tom Holland project seemed to have gotten delayed. Um, you're big on Pixar. You see his uh, cartoon he did? His uh, Onward? No, I did not. All right. Neither have I. So moving on. I like Tom <laughs> Holland as Spider-Man. I think yeah. he's got some charm to him. I um, I like him as Spider-Man, but he's no Tobey Maguire. I think, honestly, I just think he nails the character better. But honestly, I just, my thing, same thing with Daisy Ridley. We see her in Star Wars. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. She was on uh, Murderer on the Orient Express or something, which was apparently a pretty good, like, uh, murder mystery movie. Uh, yeah, it was an indie movie that went big. Did you saw it? I did not see it. I think Joe may have seen it, but guess who's not here? Good old Peg Leg. <laughs> um, it's also 9 o'clock at night. He's probably in bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, she really hasn't been in many films, though, altogether. But I think she's kind of, like, trying to get away from, like, the acting. fame a bit. Not necessarily acting, but, like, the stress that it must be taking on the main role in such a highly anticipated uh, sequel trilogy to probably the biggest movie franchise of all time 
if not just biggest like franchise in general. Uh like she had to leave social media entirely. Did you right. know about that? She didn't have to. She chose to. Well, she chose to just because of all the crap she was getting and stuff. Well, yeah, because Star Wars fans are ruthless. Oh, they are. Like, we think you're crazy, but you're just scratching the surface. I'm not even, like, that crazy when it comes to it either. I'm more like an optimistic crazy. They are just negative crazy. And that's the thing. In a series where you're not going to please everyone. Yeah, yeah. We live in a dangerous world. Like, as soon as we start posting this, the amount of hate we're going to get. Oh, yeah. Because we're just expressing opinions. It's going to be unreal. Oh, yeah. I revel in it. I I liked her as Ray. So, like, I'm... I don't know. Her character seems kind of wooden, though, in this movie. But I'm not sure if that was... If that's part of the character because of her lack of exposure to men. If there's, like, this discomfort type thing. I just... I don't know the source material. I find it so weird that the author was just like, There's no ladies. And she can't read their thoughts. It seems like they got shipped off the planet. The ladies did. Because did you see that big spaceship yep. towards the end? I feel like that's where they all are. Like, they got shipped away from the planet for some weird, like... I'm so confused again, because, like, a spaceship crashes, right? She's on spaceship. I just think she was on, like, an escape pod. Oh, that's fine. Either one. Yeah. But anyways, and then they land in the Old West. I'm, yeah, I'm confused now. So it's just like, is it the Old West? Is there multiple universes? <laughs> you Am know, I thinking too hard? Maybe Do- this is why this movie has been delayed so much. <laughs> I think it's very it's very hard to take... Sorry. It's hard to take a book and then make it into a movie. Because a book you can read for eight hours. A movie you have two hours. Well, here's the thing. Why don't they write... Like, why didn't they just do a setup and make it so it was a trilogy of movies? Right? And then, you know, I, I understand, like, unless people saw the source materials. It was only 496 pages, though, according to this. The book is 496 pages? Yeah. I could read that in a night. And I don't read a lot. Really? Are you being serious or sarcastic? I oh, no, see. I don't read a lot. But 496 pages isn't a whole lot. No. Like, is the Harry a, Potter books were longer. Is it a book series? Or is um, it one? So the series is Chaos Walking, and it's based off of, this one's based off of The Knife of Never Letting Go, which is, I hate when they do this. They have a book series, and they start So book this six. is book one. Okay. So maybe they had, oh, so it is a trilogy. It's the co- So this is the first book in the trilogy. So maybe they are trying to set up future films? My thing, if it's been delayed this much, I got such bad reviews, you can't. Once a movie's made, you can only fix it so much. Yeah. So I think this one's going to be a dud. And their budget was $100 million. And I get it. They're like, we got the lead from Star Wars, the lead from Spider-Man. I know. But they probably got her for cheap at the time. Same with Tom Holland. They got signed in 2016 before I think they made their... Like, Daisy really just made her appearance on The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So very early. Tom Holland, was it 2017 Civil War? It was yep. 2016 or 2017, so I think he signed on before that. It could be, and good on them. Yeah. But there has been a wide range of, for every Harry Potter, there's six movies based on books that fail. Yeah. Like, I remember Harrison Ford got paid, like, sound ridiculous. It was like, Ender's Game. For, it was like $120 million, and it tanked, and he just walked away with his check. The thing is, though... Is his? I don't, I don't think he did too much in that movie. I could be wrong. That's what I read, too. I didn't see it because, again, it tanked so quick I didn't even get a chance to see it in theaters. But that's what they were saying. That uh, That's 2013. Man, it's been a while. But, um... I mean, I would see it, like... How do I put it? It looks like a good summer movie. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I don't... I'm not very optimistic about it. People are going to buy I would it have to see house. it with somebody. I'm not going to sit down and watch it by myself. You'll watch Toy Story by yourself, but that's where you draw the line. That's a banger, first of all. That is, and the critics can back me up. Yes, I'm calling out you, Ron Tomatoes. Back me up on this one. So, I think, obviously, we have to go to the comment section. Chaos walking? More like chaos releasing. Well, I'm thinking, (laughs) somehow we have to write it where it's just like, Tom Holland, she can read my mind. Don't think about dudes naked. Don't think about dudes naked. Don't think... Oops. (laughs) That's what I came up with. 
Wait, what was it again? Somehow you have to put like Tom Holland and then put it's not parentheses. Whatever the two dots on top of each other. Two dots on top of each other, like yeah, quotation. Next to the key. Next to the uh, uh, colon. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, like colonoscopy? Yeah, so if you're reading a script. Yeah, yeah. So now we know Tom Holland's talking. She's like, <laughs> she can read my thoughts, question mark. <laughs> don't think about dudes naked. But the don't think about dudes naked is in the thoughts, right? Yeah. All right, so I think that was that, like, it's two, like, uh, it's the asterisks. Oh, the quotes? Yeah, you can do the quote, all of it in quotes. You don't have to tell them it's in. No, 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 like, uh, so, like, all right. She can read my thoughts, question mark, that's out loud, but the in the asterisks is that's what he's thinking, but she can see it. Yeah, it's fine, Mark. Right. It's a comment section YouTube. They'll forgive us. So I just put that three times and then put, oops. <laughs> Oh, man. This is where we really miss Joe. I know, because he would just be doing this while... Uh, we're finishing the conversation. I know, while we're finishing the conversation. So this is a little difficult. Like, I don't see, you know, many podcasts where they do something like this. No. Like, m- like mainly there's, like, one guy that's, like, completely compute, like computer stuff. Um, that's okay, Marco. I'll put it in the budget for next year. The 2021 budget. The 2021 budget. Oh, where are we up to? $3. <laughs> Not including electricity. <laughs> All right. So we're almost done there. I just finished it. I put it up. So that Mel Gibson Santa Claus movie mm-hmm. we talked about a couple weeks ago is getting ridiculous reviews. Like good or bad? Both. People are like, if you love Mel Gibson, this is the movie for you. All right, now I got to search this. Yeah, do it up. All right. And then the other half is like, this is the worst Mel Gibson movie of all time. People don't know how to take it. So, yeah, it's like 41 Metacritic, 6 out of 10 IMDb, 42% Rotten Tomatoes. Which is funny because there's probably like 12 reviews on each. But the idea that people actually watched it blows my mind. It's not a very Christmas movie. What, isn't there like a bounty on Santa or something? That's in the this? one. You remember we watched it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's so bizarre. I mean, maybe people are desperate for entertainment, but I think it's crazy that people are like... They're uh, desperate for Mel Gibson. Like, come on, look how look how the guy looks at it in, like, 68 or something. <laughs> it's what this world needs. A little more Christmas spirit, a lot more of a Mel Gibson. Why does he make The Patriot 2? Oh, man. You you know, speaking of Christmas movies, or Christmas, I say, I watched the Star Wars Holiday Special, the Lego one. Oh, man. Let's put a pin in that one, because okay. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know it was out. It, yeah, it came out. I didn't know it either. I watched The Mandalorian last week, and I was like, it, it started playing next. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have another 40 minutes. That's At that it. point, it's like 4 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And so I watched it. Um, I'll just say it. It, it is pretty funny. Give but me like a week. Yeah, I'll give I'll it watch a week. it, and that way it puts us in December, anyways. Yeah. Remember we tried talking about Christmas like two months ago, <laughs> and now we don't have Joe here to talk about it with us. God, knocking futs. I've already. Uh, speak, uh, actually, talking about Christmas. Have you done any Christmas shopping yet? No, it's so bad. Really, every year it hits December, and I'm just praying that shipping stays up. So I um. I already got Joe's daughter something, my niece. I got her a gift. Yeah. So I was thinking about buying something. I was hoping you could run it up at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, anyways, I was just going to buy her some Dr. Seuss books. Oh, that sounds great. I think that's Green like eggs a- and ham? Yeah. And I was thinking if we had Can some time, the hat? we could read them. Oh, my God. Yo, we should make it it, We should make our own audio. Yeah, our own audio version of it. Yeah. And if we... We don't have to do anything crazy, but like... Uh, I will get a can of the hat costume, sit down and read it in that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be like a fun thing to do. Oh man, that could be so much fun. We can uh, sort that out after. So since we're on Star Wars, want to talk about Mandalorian? Otherwise we're jumping from Star Wars off Star Wars Yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. So it was episode four or chapter 12 last week. Um, I enjoyed it. 
I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. The only one that didn't isn't here. Yeah, yeah. So suck on that joke. Well, he didn't say it was awful. He just said, like, meh. He called it hokey. I think, like, people are saying, again, that this is a filler, but at the same time, um, we got a lot of, like, stuff in it. Like, we, they talked about midichlorians. Let's put that out there. They said M count in the sh- in the show. What part was that? Was that when so they So when were... they finally got so the guy has the um he sent them a message to uh, I can't remember the guy with the dark saber. Yep. The head of all them. He was sent a hologram to him and it said something like um the M counts uh we didn't get a high enough M count or something from the child's blood to inject into that clone. Hmm. So I think that clone may have been Snoke. Oh. It, because it looks very reminiscent of the tank that we saw that Palpatine had in episode 9 that had a Snoke body in it. Okay. So they must have been extracting, you know, the midichlorians from the child's blood mm-hmm. to give this being a bunch of power. It's interesting for sure. I miss that, the M count part. Yeah. I know the internet was jumping on <clears throat> it pretty hard. Uh, Mando actually, like, used his jetpack. Like a week for an after extent, you said it never works? A week after I said, like, it feels like he doesn't use it enough. He just goes straight across a canyon. Mm-hmm. And then he jumped right up to the top of the building, mm-hmm. throwing people off. See, during that scene where you're talking about with the M count, I was just like, they tortured Baby Yoda. I hate these guys. That's where my head goes. Yeah, yeah. So the details get lost on me. Yeah. I'm curious, if they were to drain enough blood, would they just lose all their force powers? Or is it something like... That's what confuses me. Because if you can transfer the force from one being to another, that must mean that you only have a limited amount of the force. I don't know. To be honest with you, the science is made up. And I feel like they're making it up as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because it would make... Like, I know Anakin Skywalker, after he lost his arm and his arms and legs Mm -hmm. when he was... uh, And became Darth Vader, he was significantly weaker in the force than he was beforehand. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Unless that's not canon anymore. I assumed that the midichlorians are made in your blood. So as long as you're making blood, you can replace them. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like uh, white and red blood cells. But I think, though, at the same time, like like in the case for Anakin, he lost his limbs. Mm -hmm. There can only be so many that are put in through the bloodstream at that point. Yeah, your body is less. But in that line of thought, then when Luke loses his hand... He would become weaker. Right. But so that's like I'm not sure how it lines up exactly. Yeah, I mean it's definitely an interesting theory. But also, it could also be like Vader was so deeply like injured from that. Mm-hmm. Was the Force just being used to keep him alive at the same time? But if we remember in Episode One, Anakin Skywalker, his midichlorian counts were off the charts. Mm-hmm. So if he loses all those limbs and becomes weaker, is he still? Oh, so he's much still the stronger? strongest uh, being. Then in that theory, when he turns to the dark side, oh yeah, Luke may have never beaten him. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't lose those limbs in the fight to Obi-Wan. Yeah, definitely makes an interesting conversation. I huh. enjoyed seeing the old friends again. I feel yep. like they have such a vast universe. Mm-hmm. And you have these fan favorites. So you have Carl Weathers, the UFC fighter. Forgive me, I don't know their names. Uh, I know hers is Gina something, I think. The character or the actress? The actress. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, She's an yeah. old UFC fighter. Um, and then Carl Weathers... Yep. Legend. But my thing is... He like, directed that episode. I was surprised when I read that at the end. Did you see the complaints about uh, the guy in jeans in the background? Is this the second week in a row that they've had someone in the background of an episode? Why, did that happen in the other week, too? I think so. I think it was a reflection. See, you know what? People need to calm down. This was made back in January. Mm-hmm. They filmed it, and then we get hit with a pandemic. So, like, cut them some slack, because that's definitely something they would either A, reshoot... Or would put the resources into like edit out, right? But it's like, come on, guys, give them. At this point, it's endearing. Yeah, it's kind of like a fun Easter egg for fans because as long as they don't touch it, yeah. In twenty years, I can go back and see that episode and try and find it. Like, have you seen an episode four of the Stormtrooper that hits his head on the door? Yeah, that that's so funny and classic because you couldn't change things back in the seventies. And oh man, what's the other one? Have you seen Luke's force kick? that's hilarious um no the one han is in the death star in episode four and he's like chasing those stormtroopers out and Mm -hmm. then there's like a few more at the door so he runs in the opposite direction and run away 
George Lucas ended up with the CGI in like 1999, adding like hundreds of them in there and not one of them hit a shot on him. And it just makes it so ridiculous. It's like, there's no way out of all those people, they don't hit one shot. Those 1999 DVD reshoots are so rough. They just add CGI animals for no reason. Like uh, Beginning of episode four, they had that super rock in front of R2-D2, but like you still see him clearly. Right. Like, what was the point? I don't know what he did with those. They're univers- universally hated, though. Jabba in episode four? Well, talk... Oh, he's like... <laughs> he just doesn't look like he's part of the movie. Oh, man, it's so funny. But that's, like, typical. Like, that was, like... um, It looked like Jurassic Park CGI. Mm-hmm. What's funny, those were the DVDs I had growing up. Yeah. Because that was the only... You couldn't buy the old DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Or VHSs anymore. So, like, you had no choice. They're like, by the way, this is what you have. Yeah. I think Disney Plus went back to the old ones, the ones before that. Yeah, I have no idea. I think they unremastered them, if that makes sense. But you want to talk about, like, uh, mistakes in movies? There's one in the Lord of the Rings movies, I forget which one, where you see a car just drive in the background. There's a huge battle scene, and all of a sudden you just see, like, uh, I think it's like a Kia or something going across... the background that's actually hilarious and those movies cost a billion dollars each again i don't know why like people would find like get upset about that but like i I find that hilarious i i like i said i find it endearing i was concerned anytime manda leaves the kid alone i'm just like don't do it there stop it there is something like i feel that every time i'm like something bad's gonna happen something bad's gonna happen and then uh, Carl Weathers is just like, he'll be safe. I put my word on it. It's just like, I don't trust you either. I trust none of you. Did you find it odd at all that he had a slave? That guy that cooked the books. So Oh, they, oh yes, yes, yes. I know um, they didn't call him a slave, but he's essentially an indentured servant. Yes, I know. I, I It was uh, kind of funny. I don't know if I've just been living in this woke world too much. I'm just like, oh, Star Wars has slaves still? yeah yeah no it's uh i love how they flip the rules too am i not allowed to say that i'm sorry uh i don't know how to come back from that one but anyways the cookies the kid just yeah. force takes the cookies oh yeah i think those were macaroons actually somebody they said they look like macaroons um one, they look, I really want to try one. I hope they sell those at Disneyland or they, something. Or Disney they do World. sell them, but they're 50 bucks a piece. Really? For a pack. Oh, wow. Don't do it, Marco. <laughs> and just uh, the fact that he comes back and they're riding in the ship and he's got his hands up like it's a roller coaster and he throws up on himself. Yeah, that was funny. There's these, such these moments that are meant for like kids that I just enjoy so much. He's uh, I, I like how they're utilizing him this season, though. Like, they showed he can use the Force, but he hasn't been using the Force. But I just, um, I don't know. I think I think his role's going to get kicked up uh, in the future of this season, though. It makes sense if your theory's right where he's not going to be a main character forever. I don't think, well, one, I don't think he's going to be a main character forever. But two, when they get the child to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling they get him wherever he needs to be. Some big battle breaks out, and then the child's in severe danger, but somehow he uses the Force to protect himself. Mm-hmm. I'm just... There's no dialogue that's just throwaway dialogue in this, which yeah, I yeah. enjoy. So I'm wondering how the midichlorians play into it. I wonder how, like you said, this could be Snoke. So there could be a Snoke-like creature that's yeah. coming after him. Oh, man. Because I assume they said something like they didn't have enough to make an army of them. Yeah, yeah. So that means there might be one or two kicking around, kind of like in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. They had all the super soldiers frozen. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see all those troopers at the end of the show? Whereabouts on the ship? I think they're called uh, Shadow Troopers. Yep. So there was a game years ago, uh, or maybe they're Dark Troopers or something. There was a... Uh, yeah, Dark Troopers, the man. So there's a game years ago that had the Dark Troopers, and then when Disney came in, they were like, "Oh, it's no longer canon." Mm-hmm. But now they're re-canon again. Are you talking about the ones that were in the ships? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, Moff Gideon ship, specifically. Yep. So they're like half Stormtrooper, half Super Battle Droid. You're talking about Battlefront 2, I think. The original Battlefront 2, not the latest one. No, there was a completely different game. Just of those black ones? Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> hold on. I'm trying to see if I can pull up a no picture here. But Mando doesn't like Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. He also does not like Battle Droids. So these are stormtroopers that are made out of, are yeah, they're stormtroopers that are droids. So like, this is what they look like. Yep. So, I don't think those were it. <clears throat> they look like people in last episode. Those. Okay. Now those look. Yeah. So that'd be badass that they bring those <clears throat> in. But honestly, that dogfight was amazing between the two. Ships. Oh yeah. They that was really well done. You know, one thing about that. Is I never felt like he was like in danger in it. Not at all. It was it was a quick dog fight though. It wasn't supposed to be like this long lasting. No. Uh, onslaught They'd, essentially, but I think it's just that they had that ship in such disarray. This is their way of saying, "Oh, the ship's back. Mando's not getting shot down this time. He's a great pilot." Mm-hmm. I think they're establishing some sort of bigger um, ship battle coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his ship's back and everything. So um, we rocked four episodes. How many? episodes this season there's eight we got four more that's upsetting to me there's that means by 2021 we're all done well hold on hold on we got a 57 minute episode this week Ooh. and guess who's directing it batman dave filoni the showrunner of the clone wars so it makes sense if you're choosing directors that you would want to be on the one that has to do with the clone wars do you want me to tell you the name of the episode? Yeah, go tell me the name of the name. The Jedi. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Are we getting Ahsoka this week, you think? It has to be. We're on Hold episode on. five of eight. But she doesn't identify as a Jedi. So you're thinking there's another? Mace Windu? If they get Mace Windu, like... <laughs> if they got... Imagine if they got Sam L. Jackson and the show opens up and you hear, uh, like, him using, like, some classic, like, Sam L. Jackson line in the background. I got one. Get these motherfucking snakes <laughs> off my motherfucking ship. <laughs> get this motherfucking green thing off my foot. <laughs> Talking about Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what when he does it where he's like, damn. <laughs> and the show just went from PG to MA for mature audiences only. So I'm trying to think of the, this happens after six. Yeah. So is, Mesa Window would be what, 110? He wouldn't be actually too old. I think Anakin is about 50 when he dies in episode six. And Mace Windu is probably what, like. 50 when he supposedly dies in three. So he'd be 70s, 80s? It's doable, yeah. for sure. I'm just trying to think of who survived. I guess there's a lot of gray area. What if they brought Luke? I heard, I didn't read the article. I heard there's like, we might get a Luke Skywalker sighting. You, Wait. You know what's shocking about this entire thing? Yep. Is that Luke's the most prominent Jedi right now of this era. Uh-huh. And no one's talking about And they're about talking him. about Ahsoka now. <laughs> That is true. You think the guy that saved the Republic would yeah. be a little, hey, and that's his mentor. His like, because they had to have known about the second Death Star. So I'm doing the math. So Luke Skywalker would be about 35, 40. Yeah, it would only. So you have to recast, right? Or use that Sebastian Marvel, Stan that or Marvel technology. So here's another rumor I heard. Yep. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill have agreed to Disney Plus series deals. I've heard that. So. Which would be funny because if they use de-aging, game on. You can do whatever you want with them. Because was it Ant-Man? The first Ant-Man they used de-aging? On uh, what's his name? I know you're talking about the older guy. Michael Douglas. Yes, yes. And then Michelle Pfeiffer, I think they used it on too. A little bit. Not as much. Because they did that. She wasn't in the earlier scenes too much. Captain Marvel, they used it on Samuel L. Jackson the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. And Agent Coulson. The problem is... I hear it's expensive. It it has to be expensive. Would they have been able to do this with the pandemic for this? I just don't know how much was filmed before the pandemic and how much... So it went from like January 
January till the beginning of February filming was done. Mm-hmm. They filmed it all within a month. Also, can we give a shout out that there hasn't been like major leaks? Knock on wood. Yeah. Because usually by now, I've heard about the ending of the movie or I'm trying not to watch. The only thing that's been kind of leaked is those Funko Pops. I don't know if we talked about it on air. Yeah, you, t- you said that last week that uh, you had to be careful because they are... Uh, we don't have the videos. So what happens is Funko is the adorable little action figures. I guess they're bobbleheads. Love them. So what happens is they have the rights for the major movies. So two weeks before, like a, for example, Captain Marvel comes out, they release the Funko Pops. So like um, Civil War, I knew Giant Man was going to show up instead of Ant Man because yeah. they had a Funko Pop leak. So ever since that happened, if Funko Pops are being released, I purposely don't look at them. Until the last possible moment. That that must be so weird when you work in an industry where, like, imagine, like, you know what happens before anybody else. Mm-hmm. I would struggle so badly. Well, I'm just wondering, and again, this would be interesting to look into. How does Funko have that information? Or does Disney go, hey, make a Baby Yoda eating soup. Here's a picture. Or do the people at Funko get to see it early? Yeah, I don't know. Because think about it. The ones that make the trailer, there is not the director. It's not yeah. the actors. That's a whole separate thing. And directors get angry yeah, if yeah. like a spoiler leaks. So if you're making the um, trailers, you get to see the movie first. Sometimes yeah. before it's even done. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of questions being asked. Probably like, maybe Disney may have their own like portion of Funko Pop. Possible. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't know how. I know Funko is its own brand, mm-hmm. and they have to pay for the rights because you can get Funko anything. There's not too many things you can't get Funkoized at this point. You can get Marvel, DC, NBC, The Office, Fox shows. Just wait until Pornhub starts investing in them, and you have just sexual <laughs> Funkos. I don't think I'd want to buy those ones. And then you have to get like the famous porn stars on there. <laughs> Oh man, two and one. Not only a great little figurine, can also be used as a toy. Yeah, somehow I don't think the kids' company is going to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They're a kids' company. Is it just me or that large one you have? Is his eyes disproportionately bigger than the other ones? That's what Funko does. Okay. So Funko makes them with big eyes. That was their initial calling card. But like, even like on those other ones, they're smaller, but. It looks like disproportionately bigger on that big one. If you look Maybe at it, Maybe it's close just enough, because of how big it is. I definitely and Mark was talking about my the child limited edition twelve inch figure. So it's about the size of a real child. <laughs> and yeah, it's a little creepy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because Brandon just loves having children in his house. The child. I'll have as many child <laughs> Funko Pops as they want to make. It's just how much money can I spend in one year? I want them. I want them to name him Gary. He's Clyde. Not a, he's not a snail. You do realize, no matter what they call him, unless it's something mystical, it's gonna be just a bunch of blowback. Yeah. We watched him for five seasons, and you call him Craig. Uh, what is it like? Uh, no, that doesn't work. I'm trying to think of like. <laughs> You know, like Yoda, and then I think... Um, it was like Ma, right? M-A? Was Yoda's wife? No, it was Yaddle. Yaddle? The oh, so other... it has to be Y. Yeah, so does it have to be something with a Y? Yabo. Yiddle? I'll rock Yiddle. Yiddle? Taste the rainbow. <laughs> oh, man. But you see Mando is definitely like raising this child now, where it's like, here's some soup. Don't even, do that. Even then, they uh, showed the scene where he's, like, eating in front of the child. Yep. Eating and drinking. And, like, his mask comes off, like, a decent amount. But the child still can't see. Still I can't see, the... but that's still, like, not, like, in terms of his Mandalorian culture because we know that there's two sides to this. He's uh, son of the Death Watch. I think that was him showing, like, him loosening up. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, you can take your helmet off in front of another Mandalorian. Is that it? What's the rule on that? You can't take your helmet off. So his people think you can't take it off in front of others. The uh, the original Mandalorians say you can. Okay. So 
Now here's what. I, so the the battle, uh, the war on Mandalore is still happening. Cool. That we saw at the end of the Clone Wars. Yep. Do they bring this onto this show? I I, I may have talked about this last week. We touched on it a little bit. I think what they're going to do is its own. Say it's not a show. Say Disney Plus is, did like a movie. This is called The Mandalorian, though. So mm-hmm. it fits well with the name of the show. I can see them going back in the future. Same thing they did with this Carl Weathers planet. Like, he needs something from them. They need him to help fight. Yeah. So I can see him doing that. I'd rather them do a two-hour Disney Plus movie. You don't have to have a crazy budget. Just do a couple individual battles. Mm-hmm. But the reviews they're getting for that Mandalorian episode... And they loved all three actors in it. They liked the story. I think it'd be shameful not to pursue it. And what happened with the UFC fighter, she was supposed to get her own spinoff show, but she made a bunch of like anti-mask comments, anti-trans the, comments. The original one, the original UFC, like the original fighter, Gina, whatever. Yeah, that's a Gina. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she made a bunch I heard of, about that. So now people are really pissed having her involved at all, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I, that's cancel culture. People but honestly, are, people I don't are, want... Th- she was like a big Trump supporter too, I think. I also don't want that character. I don't I'm not interested in that character. No, I'm not either. She's good at weapons, she's good at shooting. She's in Star Wars, if you don't have like something like a niche, I don't need to see it. She's not gonna take on people with lightsabers. I I think the problem is too, is like uh anytime I've seen her in the show, she doesn't have vulnerabilities. She just kicks ass. Oh, she's got the Superman yeah. issue. Like Superman's a great character. It just sucks because no one can beat him. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, no one's going to be able to beat Superman. Yeah, very, um, I don't know. All right. I think we're good on Star Wars for a sec, if I can switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Uh, A little bit of nerd news that was actually leaked today, or I don't know if it's leaked, but they're talking about Black Panther 2 is supposed to start next year. They're just going to start recording. I I heard about this. Okay, so you know the two people, they're going to... They... What's been leaked is they're going to have two characters vying to be Black Panther. Yeah. Um, personally, I think it's going to go to his sister. Suri. And For the record, Princess Suri, you uncultured swine. I forget her name. Show some respect. Princess Suri? S-H-U-R-I. Shuri. Shuri. Um, knowing how Disney is as a company, Marvel and stuff, I think they they want a flagship... Uh, lead female black character so i think it will be her in the end and second i loved her character in the in the original black panther straight up she's the best character she has like this good humor and just the way she talks back to people sometimes and like just the way she conveys her messages so funny it creates an interesting leadership role and i almost want to say it would give me like michael scott vibes in a way it's funny I can see how, like, if someone had to be Black Panther besides Chadwick Boseman, that's who I think people want. Yeah, yeah. And that's who I want. And she's got the science technology piece. Mm -hmm. So the Tony Stark vibe, because guess what? He's gone. So now you have, like, a scientist person. But we think he's gone. Have the technology. What's that? We think he's gone. I think he's gone. But Uh, there's no way they signed him back on too much money at this point. I think they could do it. I just don't think he wants to. Yeah. Unless these movies start losing money, they're not going to do that. But anyway, so the technology aspect, like you said, she's quick-witted. So the pretty much what happened was Iron Man leaves, and we get a younger Iron person. Yeah. They said the other person that might be facing off, obviously they're going to give it to her. They're not going to have a whole movie where she doesn't get to be Black Panther. Yeah. Is uh, Winston Duke... Is the actor he was Mubaku, the big he was the real big guy who's so, also funny in his own right yeah yeah I just I feel like his character is more one dimensional than hers I was really surprised when he showed up in Avengers yeah like I didn't see that coming at all I thought he was like a one off character what I will say is this is where the mistake in Black Panther one came in is Michael B Jordan if he we didn't, never actually see him die though we see him stab himself. It's heavily implied. Yeah. Because he's like, I can save you. And then he's like, I don't want you to. Because I think there was something recently he said he would come back. Right. But now you have to find a way to bring a dead character back. Which is great because you get Michael G.P. Jordan back. But the issue is once there's no consequences, then these movies have no purpose. I would love for Black Widow to come back. Yeah. Because I think that was a mistake killing her off at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because that was it. Phase 4. 
Phase four is over. You need characters to drive in the next round of movies, and you just killed off the one that's been there since the beginning. Yeah, it's a... Uh... So, say they bring her back. Well, now there's no consequences. And every movie where they pretend to kill the main character and he comes back doesn't have any repercussions. Kind of like in Black the Panther The problem is, one. is they open that up with the multiverse. So, the multiverse is an interesting idea if people buy into it. I always said you could do Spider-Man... Four with Tobey Maguire while filming Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland. You don't have to have them. I think the audiences are smart enough that they can pull that off. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it'll ever going to happen. I think there's just too much at stake for them to risk dividing the audience. No, most definitely. Yeah, no. That's why I don't like uh, casual viewers. Like, I know, like, that's where their money comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, diehard vi- Fans are going to watch it. They make their money, though, from the majority of casual people that come in. Exactly. So if you start complicating it like that, the problem is, I get so much more invested, the more complicated it gets. I'm right there with you. I agree. I, you I, just I, have to understand that's what they're doing. I think that's why I like uh, movies that tend to be smaller or uh, video game stories. They tend to be more detailed than like these casual moviegoer films yeah i can see that and that's why i'm trying to think how to explain it so there's a formula say you introduce the new superhero say it's moon knight they introduce moon knight you know you're going to see how he gets his powers you're going to introduce whatever his villain is yep he's going to beat the villain at the end and they're going to set up another movie so by the time you get to moon knight 3 or avengers 6 whatever it is you've established the character but the casual viewer is not going to go see it past one yeah, that's true. In my opinion. That's why you'll see, like, Ant-Man will make $115 million. Avengers 3 makes bank. Both of them make money. One's just relying more on casual fans. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of the Avengers. Sure. That Avengers game that came out was pretty much dead. It's so funny. I was going to ask you about it today. I had the text written at work. And I was like, nope, save it for the podcast. So I can buy it now for $25 on Xbox at Target. What happened? I honestly have no idea. I think it's Did a you very, play it? I played the beta. Okay. It's a very button smasher game. Um, Like Arkham Knight style? I want to see even more basic than that. Wow, that's pretty bad. For, and, like, this game's been, like, in development since, like, I want to say 2016, 2017. I was going to say, I saw leaks back uh, after Avengers 2. They, it feels so one-dimensional. It's not, like, an open-world choices or anything. Mm-hmm. You go to a mission, you do the mission. Is this, it had a big online component, didn't it? That was So what, you're supposed to be able to do the missions with people. Everybody chooses their own Avenger to play as. Okay. But once you're done with the story, what else is there to do at that point? So can I do, if I bought it, can I buy the, and do the story by myself? Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, my thing, it's so new. Like it came out. August. Really? That yes. late? Because I remember there's so many delays during COVID. It came like August, maybe September. Hold on. Let's, we can search this right now. That's fine. Because I was going to ask you if it was worth buying. Because... F- trying to think of the name of it six out of ten on steam 3.8 out of five on gamestop for something that has a built-in audience yeah um i think it lost money too i can see that so it was released on september 4th um i might buy it because i'm gonna say for 25 dollars i can get 25 dollars out of it almost any game yeah yeah it's not um it's just not a $60 game. No, no, that's why I went and buy it. Um, you were already talking about how that Squadrons game is dead. Yep, that game's dead. That one's like 20 bucks. It's, and like, and that one, that one started off at 40 bucks too. Which is crazy that it's already that bad. So, so them releasing it at 40 bucks made it... They already told you, like, this game is not a full game. It is not, like, a, a fully fleshed out game. This is just, you know, whatever... A big problem with this too is is like the guy that is t- Tony Stark in this game mm-hmm. tries being Robert Downey Jr. Can't do it. That's Every the video game you can have your own 
rendition. You can yeah. do your own thing. But Marco, you're telling me right now that like you can buy Lego Avengers is worth more than this Avengers game. Oh, it is. That's crazy. And my thing is like I love the source material, so I'm a little offended that they butchered these games. Square Enix lost around $63 million on this game. Oh, uh, which one? The Avengers. So, the Avengers, Squadrons is dead. They just now, like as in like this month, have lowered the price on the other Star Wars game. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Battlefront 2, that one? Nope, uh, the one after that, where you play as an individual Jedi. Oh, oh, Fallen Order. Yep, that game did incredibly well. Well, that's the thing. This is, we're going on, I think, year two of that. Yeah. And it's just now dropped at $30. Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to ask you, it's funny you brought it up. I may get Fallen Order eventually. I think now's the time to buy it where it's going to be on sale. So, like, it's, I just want to play because I hear the combat stuff is good in it, especially for a Star Wars game uh, where you're a lightsaber user. So, I hear the story is really good too. Um, story. Do you already know the story? Like, I know the story. Um, I think it was, the ending was very cheesy, in my opinion. Oh, okay. It was very cliche. And, like, have you played it? Not yet. So, okay. I when I play it, I won't say anything. <laughs> There's a lot of pins in this episode. I know, I know. Um, we're gonna have a christmas star wars also like i can't i can't justify myself buying a game for 60 dollars if it only has like 15 to 20 hours of gameplay agree so you know that's my problem with the story player games i i think i got a little bit spoiled because like um red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. was a like a 75 hours you need to put in just to beat the story but the way that game was made there was a prologue six chapters and an epilogue Mm -hmm. and the way i would say is like each one of those like chapters and stuff is a different season so you're basically playing like this 75 episode tv show but like it also i think red dead redemption one came out in 2010 red Mm -hmm. dead 2 came out in 2018 so it's like that eight year span makes sense i think there's an even bigger span marco because i graduated in 09 okay red dead redemption was when i was in middle school so you're looking at 2004 2005 Red Dead Revolver. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I missed one. Yes. Yeah, so Red Dead Revolver came out around that time. Then Red okay. Dead Redemption came out, and then Red Dead 2. Okay. That was my bad. Sorry, guys. Yeah, because I think um, GTA 4 was 08. Okay. Um, 4 was when you were like in a gang? You're in New York City. That Liberty City is what they call it, but it's New York City. Oh, I'm thinking of the one before it. There's one where you're just like, it's pretty much Bloods and Crips. <laughs> really? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I trying see. to think. I played, I haven't really played uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. I wasn't like impressed with. I've really liked the big ones I played are Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a person when there's flying in games, love to fly. But, see, I'm the opposite. See, there's something about flying like airplanes and stuff that i love the just flying around helicopters doesn't do it for me in those games you do realize there's games where you can just fly planes no it can't be like i have to have the ground combat too gotcha um sorry i'm the opposite the second i have to learn controls for a plane in a game i'm just done really I'm just like i'm so bored with there's this. just the accelerator the guns oh, and it's then complicated. the throttle well that's the thing it's not complicated it's boring for me oh really but i'll play it like ace combat there's because i know there's no repercussions to it like flying underneath a bridge when you had barely any room mm-hmm. between the water and the bottom of the bridge oh so thrilling really gets my blood pumping you and i talked about it the other day at the gym like they've been running with that last grand theft auto game for years since 2013 that's crazy so they released on xbox 360 playstation 3 year later it released on playstation 4 xbox one mm-hmm. and pc this coming summer it's releasing on playstation 5 and xbox series x that one one game is just making them bank for a it decade makes, one it makes them so much money two we don't think there's any gta 6 is not nearby at all right i've heard nothing so it's definitely in development they have hinted at it but I think at the end of this month, they're adding an entire new island to the map, apparently. That's huge. If you can just add on to a game, people will keep playing. I know. 
As long but as you don't sell out. It's like, I just, it's the sandbox style. Just do whatever you want. Right. And the last couple of years, that's what video games get to do. Like, you get yeah. creative people in charge. So, like, people give me crap. Minecraft? Fucking blast. I've never heard someone say, I don't like Minecraft. It is so good. Like, people give me crap. They're, like, some of my friends will give me crap. They're like, eventually I'll get them in to play it. But they're like, dude, that was <laughs> so, like, three years ago, bro. Or, like, five years ago. I'm like, you know it's going to be fun, though. Just get in and start building. It's so much fun. Well, um, I have to be careful with video games because I don't have a lot of free time. And all of a sudden, I tell the story all the time. It's like, this last Legend of Zelda game from three years ago, I lost a whole month and a half of my life. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so intricate. Yeah. And so many levels. Like, I invested my entire winter break See, going to the gym, coming home, and playing Zelda for six hours. I haven't really, like, I just played video games because I had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it became an addiction. Right, and now, right now, you're just like, how do I end this to go play video games? Um, No, I'm not playing. I, oh, no, I'm I have kidding. to wake up in the morning. God. No, what I will say is I'm excited about is Nintendo Switch has um, Mario 64 mm-hmm. for the N64. That they just, just came they, out. They have three. There's two other ones, too. I don't care about the other ones. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> just, just Mario 64. Literally, that game is so intricate. That's also the one with the crazy speed runs. Yep. Yep. And it's so complicated. I so watched those videos. Relive that. They like breach the map and stuff and do some like weird, uh, so weird, so cool though. Mm-hmm. It's I. It always blows my mind. How do people figure this stuff out? Just the amount of time they have to take every time. Amount of time, but like, I think within this past year there was a new fastest way that was found. Oh yeah, you just keep finding it and going and grinding. And that's the thing. That's the thing about games nowadays. There's no such thing as speed running because they put those patches in. Mm-hmm. So right as soon as that patch is in, you that's... got one week until it's closed. Yeah. So like in the newest uh, Call of Duty in their zombies mode, there's like this main quest in the um, in the maps. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, you have these hordes of zombies coming every round and whatnot. Um, and there's like these side quests you can do that end up like telling you about the story and everything. And there was this thing in the game where if your friend went down and mm-hmm. you revive them, you got points for it. Okay. And points are used to open up new lo- locations of the map, get weapons and everything. So these guys revived each other like 300 times. Mm-hmm. And they finished the entire Easter egg main quest in only four rounds of gameplay. <laughs> so... So they only went through four rounds of zombies and mm-hmm. beat the entire map. That's and hilarious. The fastest before that was like round like twenty something. Would you consider that I don't know a cheat or a hole in the logic? Or? Again, it's just like it, it's an exploit in a system. So then the developers a day later patched it. Hmm. Which, I... like. Now, to be fair, that's not really, like, that's speedrunning in a way. Real speedrunning is, like, you put a timer on. Right. Uh, this was just, like, in terms of the, you know, I guess their own little timer, like, the round-based timer. But, yeah. Super, like, crazy to think about. Like, how times have changed. It's definitely evolved. Yeah. Now, I think back in the day, they used to... Depending on when you bought the game, you may have gotten an updated version of it. Oh. Maybe. I'm trying to think. It's easier now that digital is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to reprint the discs. I'm trying to think. There's one year in Madden. Brett Favre got the cover. Okay. And then he was immediately traded to the Jets. Yeah. So at that point, you couldn't reprint the discs. So Brett Favre was on the right team. Yeah. All they did was reprint the cover. And you would have to slide the cover in yourself yeah. to have Brett Favre on the Jets. So weird. Like, there has definitely been an evolution with video gameplay. Yeah. It's, um, I, uh, my favorite videos on YouTube are, uh, like, funny moments videos of, pe- like, friends playing video games. Mm-hmm. So I fo- started, uh, following this guy on YouTube, subscribing to him, like, back in 2010 or 11. Um... I may have not been subscribed. I may have just not had an account at that point, like searched his name every day. Uh, 
his channel, it's called Vanoss Gaming. Mm-hmm. Just him and his friends just basically talk shit to one another, make all these stupid jokes, uh, sexual jokes and stuff in the game. But one game they've been playing, I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, let me search it up. But it's this uh, incredible like VR game. Now, you don't need to use VR in order to play it. It just makes it way better. So it's called Phasmophobia. And eventually, essentially what it is, is you and your group go into this, uh, some type of building that is being haunted by a ghost mm-hmm. or some type of like, um, you know, ghost-like figure or something. And you have to like set up all these traps and stuff. And you're trying to like, you're like a ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. But if you aggravate the ghost too much, it will kill you. Okay. So, but the thing is, is like simple things like the game takes in the input of your microphone. If you say the ghost's name, it gets aggravated. Jeez. And it will come after you. You have to do things like you have to put a notepad on the ground. And so like there's this uh, notebook and you have to, there's three clues. And then if you figure out the three clues, you can put down what the ghost type is. Mm -hmm. So... One of the things is like, um, is the room cold? So if you walk into it and you see your character breathing, you put down that it's cold. Uh, another one is, is if you put a notepad on the ground and you're like, and you tell the ghost to write in it, if they write in it, that's another clue. It's terrifying. It's, it's super terrifying, but like they're, they're also doing it in VR and because like VR is this new thing, seeing like how the bodies move around for some of these guys on VR, one guy, because of how tall he is. His character's always up on its tippy toes. And he's like so ridiculous walking around the map. But I'm like... Have you uh, messed around with VR at all or no? I don't have a VR thing. I've kind of... um, My younger brother has one of those goggles that you put your phone into Mm -hmm. for it. And um, he... I've used it for like... That's exactly what it's from. Impractical Jokers. Remember they have Sal in that room with the two girls? That's all I was thinking of, yeah. That's what I played. Oh, okay. So I saw what that punishment was based off of. Was it scary or was Sal just kind of... I think, like, it's definitely a scary atmosphere. Um, I'm pretty good with, like, horror games. Okay. See, I have no interest in it. Like, so virtual, I... like, it, the Avengers game. Oh, yeah, I'm going to throw punches. I'm going to shoot this, shoot that. That makes sense to me. I don't want to be scared. I hate things jumping out at me. It's not... I don't get scared. What happens to me is, is I'm one of those people. I, like, a lot of those horror games, there's checkpoints and stuff. So when I played uh, a couple years ago called Outlast 2, Mm -hmm. you're basically, like, thrown into, like, this weird, like, uh, place with all these, like, weird religious cult worshipers who are trying to kill you and you're just trying to find like your wife or something and i think what happened is you walked into like a church yeah no on north uh, street you just walked oh in. no there is a church in this game oh, okay. i thought what, i thought you knew what i was talking about for a second i was, was like wait like... what <laughs> um but like so these people are always looking for you and they're trying to kill you because they're trying to do like some like weird ritual or something um but it's not the fact that, like, I'm actually scared. It's the fact that, one, I don't want to have to reset to, like, a last checkpoint that is super far away. Right, because you also have to, now that you have virtual reality, you don't have to just replay it. You have to, like, almost relive it. Yeah. And then there is a level of anxiety that you get doing this. Oh, absolutely. I'm, like, like knowing that somebody, like, is chasing me that can run faster than me, I'm, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to that checkpoint in time. Come on, come on. But... I don't know. Like, I enjoy them once in a while. It's not, like... Luckily, those those are single-player games that I am willing to spend the 60 bucks on, even mm-hmm. if they're only 20 minutes of gameplay, and the only reason is... be Or 20 hours of gameplay, and it's only because how much you get invested in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that Jedi Fallen Order game, I don't think I would be... Even though it's Star Wars, I don't think I would be extremely invested in it, because it's such in my opinion, it was like just a bland story. It was just like this filler between episodes three and four. I mean, I haven't played it yet, so it's tough to tell. Yeah. I just hear rave reviews. It's mainly based on the combat that people are giving it really good reviews. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, virtual reality, last question on it. Is that through the PlayStation 
Or is that its own separate, not PlayStation? Most not VR. So PlayStation does have its own VR. Okay. Um, Xbox does not have VR capabilities yet, which is very interesting. So they were big on the Kinect with the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. They completely got rid of it in the Xbox Series X. I think the Xbox Series X, with the use of the Kinect, they could have made a very interesting VR experience. I think if you could somehow get the Kinect to one capture your emotion while also having the remotes and stuff, it could have made a very seamless like transition to a VR experience. They were definitely the only ones at that time that had it. Uh, Nintendo tried a couple years later with a Wii. Yeah. And they just had... I mean, people had fun with it, but it just wasn't nearly as good in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since we're talking about video games and we kind of went on a rant here, uh, Miles Morales, new video game. So that game, I think, is... So I have the PlayStation 5, so I could get the PlayStation 5 version. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $50. Is it out now? It's out right now. It was a launch day title. Okay. Um, so it's $40 on PlayStation 4. It's $50 on PlayStation 5 because games are going to be like 10 bucks more on those consoles. Um, again, it's very... It's not like supposed to be a full game. Again? I don't know why this is their new model. So this isn't Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. This is like a spin-off to introduce you to the character. Okay. Um I think the second Spider-Man is either coming next year or the year after. Okay. So you're not waiting 3 years for this. This is honestly like filler. Yeah, this is like filler, but the thing is is Miles Morales very interesting character. Very deep character. Yeah, yeah. Um so I want to play it. I can't justify the fifty dollars though. Um, as much as like, as much as I like the the first Spider Man's like story and stuff, the combat I was not a fan of. Uh, a lot of people praise the combat, but my problem is is like in the beginning of that game, you just face like these normal like goons and stuff. At the end, you're f- facing like these military personnel, and I swear to God. It takes you, like, a minute just to defeat each one. And you have, like, waves of, like, 30 of these guys coming in. I'm sitting there smashing my button for 30 minutes. And it just, like, I'm like, this is not... I want quick, smooth, silky combat where I feel vulnerable, but I still feel like I'm a superhero when I I assume there's an online component to these ones. No, there's not. There's no online component. Just completely single player. That's gutsy. I think they could do something really amazing with Spider-Man, though, if they open up the multiverse and you could be multiple Spider-Mans and online. I feel like it just becomes a battle royale. You just have these five Spider-Mans fighting these five Spider-Men. It could be done. I think it would be cool if you had like a co-op Spider-Man campaign with friends and stuff. I think that's definitely a good way to go. Like a Spider-Verse online thing. Yeah, definitely. All right, man, we're rocking about a minute hour 10 minutes here you cool to wrap up or anything else you want to talk about honestly there was something i was going to bring up and then you said that and i completely forgot but i can't remember what i was going to bring up oh it's all good man uh i'll be done with my class in a couple weeks here we can even try getting two yeah i'll be done as well yeah we go to the same school marco actually That's how you do it without offending people.